0: It's our Chung. And it's Drewski. And if you want to sponsor our show. The please,
1: syrup, please, you should probably sponsor. Yes, please. We do need it. I want some, the monies.
0: But no, on a serious note, <laughs> <laughs> we want you to sponsor our show. This show could be your show too. So hit us up at info at media40, dot 40, com. So that's info at media42.com. And let us know. We'll send our rates. And maybe the show could be sponsored by you. you. Mm.
1: Link in our description. By description, I mean in the details of the podcast.
0: That's right. It's the maple syrup podcast, baby.
2: Cheers. My syrup's rich and delicious.
3: Well, my syrup is very thick and rich.
2: <laughs>
3: you like maple syrup on your pancakes.
0: Canadian-made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? (laughs) This is the Maple Syrup Podcast. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast. No, we're not starting like that. That's fucking ridiculous. It's the Maple... Okay. Okay. Really? We're gonna the going to keep going? It's the main. He's trying oh, to find sir. his range right it's now. It's the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's the podcast. It's our channel. What's going on, it's Drewski. Yo, we're here for another episode. It's episode 18. Yes. If we're
1: not counting, but if we were counting,
0: it's 18. It's 18. But the good thing is, it, it, today's a special one.
1: It's International
0: Women's Day, yeah, man. That's right. Big shout-outs to all the women's, Except black, out to the white, women. Chinese, Asian, Indian. It doesn't matter Asian, Asian, if you
1: Indian. Have the, is it the XY or the XX chromosome. No.
0: it's You just are a woman. <laughs> all right. Don't come it, to me with that XX chromosome crap. Some of us was watching Bill Nye yesterday. Whatever. What was I watching last night? no I wasn't watching anything last night because I was hosting an event but that's besides the point uh make sure to follow us on all social medias at maple syrup podcast on instagram maple syrup show on twitter uh follow me r d o t c two and and me a j lift on both that's right a j lift one you've heard oh one. my
1: goodness what? and a j lift one. you know why it's the one was there because somebody had AJ lift already. Yo, but then I always lift one, right? So uh, you can
0: follow AJ lift one on Instagram and Twitter. Makes sense. But listen, we're not going to really ramble on as we usually do. We don't need do. to. We I just want to say one
1: thing, though. What? Hey Siri.
0: See? You're wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold no. on. No, no. Okay, so no, let me give them the yeah. backstory. Go so uh, if you guys tuned into episode 17 last that's week, <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> if you guys tuned into episode 17, it was called Hey Siri. And uh, you can definitely go back and listen to at ICN.DJ. Big shout out to all of our family over at Indie Creative Network. Check them out. That's right. And we posed this little question about uh, Andrew Siri not working if it's not plugged in. Come to find out. As soon he, as we finish see, recording. We started finish recording. It started to work. However, now. She's we camera st- shy, we we started. We started camera shy. We're not even on no cameras, dude. Mo is on a camera. Uh, okay. But no, the thing about it is, was Andrew comes in, he's yo, Siri's right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna go through this again. Let's try it. No, man, it works. It works. It works. And did it not work? We just did it a second go. Hey Siri. God damn, it did work. Mm, uh, she's just not on.
1: She just don't. We don't have the sound on. That's why I didn't hear the bidding.
0: Okay, Siri does work. So my, your shit, Siri. So, <laughs> so my apologies for that, then. But no. But look how long it took. Exactly.
1: I had the phone
0: off the first time. Patience is a virtue. Anywho, friend. what we got today going on, bro? <laughs> Listen, after a very contra- controversial week in Toronto, I should say. Yeah. Um, we have. A good friend of mine, who, who she she's an entrepreneur. She's a business lady. She's a business woman. Uh-huh. She represents the LGBTQ community. Should yeah, I you even, said that right. I said that right. Right. Yeah. She's, you know, she's part of the LGBTQ community. But that's even besides the point. Beyond that, and all of her accolades in the city of Toronto, she's just a great person. But she's a very outspoken person because she's very passionate about her When I
1: say listen to the next 45 minutes with Mm -hmm. notebook in hand. Mm -hmm.
0: And some pancakes by your side. She put so much knowledge. And syrup. So much knowledge (laughs) into the conversation. You guys are going to get a lot out of this. So much. So here's none other than Kiana Rooks-Eastman. Owner, founder, director of Sandbox Studios and Sandbox Film Studios. In Toronto. And she's also a brand impresario so here it is right here on this special international women's day episode of the maple syrup podcast
3: yeah Ooh, give me some of that sweet sweet syrup baby oh, you're so-
0: Man, happy women's day. Happy women's happy, day. Happy my International day. Women's Day Big to up all, all the women to all the Umandem. Wakanda forever. Why are we doing this already? That's <laughs> yes, how we're starting that, it, huh? That, yeah, that's how it started. Starting with Wakanda forever,
1: I think. That's right,
0: but um, International Women's Day is today, Thursday, March the 8th. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty much every year or the 8th. it always falls on the 8th uh day.
1: International Women's Day should be every day, I said it.
0: Drop a bomb. (laughs) Why not?
4: Well, women are the only people who bring life into the world. That's it, and can still be the same (laughs) people that
0: can take away your life too. Because if you especially with them, Jamaican. women. I'm still
4: fearful of
1: my mom, man. I'll be honest
0: with you. You know, she's the same one that will say, "I put you in this world. I'll take you up." Damn straight. Drop Drop a bomb on mom one (laughs) time. Why not? Wait, that sounds so wrong. (laughs) That sounds
4: real wrong. But I'm
0: gonna drop the bomb anyways. (laughs) 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 But no, I'm happy that. This next guest that I have on the podcast pretty much needs no introduction. uh, You should probably still introduce her. Obviously, (laughs) but she, figuratively speaking, she needs no introduction because she's been a staple as much as she doesn't like that title to her name. But she's been a a, a staple in a lot of creative brands
4: Mm. um, Mm
0: -hmm. in the city and if not in the uh, business world, too. I'm not going to name the corporate names because... I mean, I can, Unnecessary. You know, I can say a they Nike. get enough. From you know, a... I, I can say a Nike, I can say, well, you know, that's just one. I'm just saying okay. one. Okay,
1: okay. But on,
0: she's been very vocal in regards to the landscape of Toronto artistry, first and foremost. Um, very vocal in regards to sometimes the industry up here doesn't really work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really been a person, not just talking about it, but being about it because now. She is also the owner. And no, let me just put it like that. She runs her shit. Yep. And she's the owner, founder of Sandbox Studios. And now Sandbox Film Studios mm-hmm. is added really? to that title. We're gonna talk. Um so now that's been kinda even beyond that. But that's a conversation me and you had from jump. But um I, I could not could could not have her not show up on the maple syrup pack because of just my respect for her and just her outspokenness like she, st- whenever she says something she means it
1: it's real that you know? raw unadulterated opinion is what is a refreshing light to the industry and you can
0: only get it from a woman talk
1: that shit
4: <laughs> yeah you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> You're the slowest yeah. Listen,
0: we got...
4: I'm too emotional to make strategic choices. Sometimes. That's very true. But we got the one and only Rooks in the building. Can we put yeah. our hands together for
0: that? Rooks, Thanks. how are you doing, my dear?
4: I'm wonderful. You know, um, you know, shout out all the women working really, really hard to, you know, make it in Toronto's industry. You know, I just came back. I was at Harvard over the weekend and they're talking about, you know, that whole pay thing for women to, like, fight for 23. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're like, well, 23 cents. Uh, to the dollar so just a little bit of background like for every dollar a man makes a woman makes they say like 77 cents uh but you know when you mm. break that down even further in in terms of race mm. you know a black man makes even less than that and a black woman makes even, even less, less than, than that. that right and so you know when you think about all of the barriers and the challenges and the intersectionality of of you know how hard it is to move forward sometimes i do have to really like shout out every woman that's like really like you know you already start behind and then you know mm-hmm. being being a woman of color you know you start even further behind and you know i i feel really blessed and um grateful you know being also a queer woman i i start mm-hmm. even further behind so all the strides and steps i've made in the city you know i really hope it's just to like inspire other people who look like me see themselves in me men woman child i don't care like there's no that yo you could go and do it it doesn't matter where you start it, it's where you finish That's yo. where you finish. Someone can start with a hundred and end with zero
0: that's right. So we're not going to
4: really <laughs> jump on your
1: your background too too much. but mm-hmm. can you give us a little bit of a uh, resume list on what you've done? you
4: know, i just I just followed my spirit. you know, I just mm-hmm. been doing that for the last you know, five to six years in the city of Toronto. and, you know, that brought me to to starting sandbox Studios and you know, Sandbox has grown so much, we just celebrated our five-year anniversary. Congrats. As you know, drop Congratulations. a bomb on that one. <laughs> Man, I hit it with the applause. The, well. uh-huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> we can put a bomb and an I applause a, at the same uh, time. Co- <laughs> Dude, you <wasn't laughs> so, but, uh, but, you know, and we just moved. We just moved from, you know, being in a, a space that was 400 square feet for the last five years mm-hmm. into a 2,000-square-foot facility. That's incredible. You know, and so, you know, I just, I'm grateful every step of the way. And, you know, when it comes to a resume, I think that... um. You know, half the time when people interview me, they don't know what I do. Right. They know who you are, and so you know the resume for me means less than who I am. And I get up and mm. I be every single solitary day.
0: So where does the story start for Rooks? Where did Rooks kind of get the the breaking ground to really get this thing moving? You know, the, and going?
4: the story doesn't start without without Kara Moore, uh, who is a senior engineer at Sandbox Studios. So Shout out Kr. Big up Kara Moore. Knight. He's been working with me from the jump. He was actually the reason. Um, that I, I I did music and you know I was also you know life that's why I say stay open you know like the only reason I work in music is because I was working at a club because I had dropped out of high school mm-hmm. and I, you know back in the day you didn't need a a license to be a security nope. guard you just like have a friend like yo do you want to work tonight show up
0: <laughs> <And you> show, <laughs> show up in black
4: give a winter jacket and some black clothes that's it that's all it you just, needed it was just
0: hey you look big enough yeah hundred uh, yeah,
4: yeah, um, percent you want to stand in front of this door and just check yeah, IDs yeah and that's so. all I
0: was always the guy that just looked at the security and just said you know what I'm not even going in me the club I
4: was like, I was the one that when, you know, I found a gun on somebody, you know, you just... I'd just look at them we'd have like eye contact for like five seconds they know you know and so I think like <laughs> early on I learned like I'm pretty I'm a pretty intimidating person you know like mm-hmm. i just look at guys and then they'd go back to their car and come back smiling and so you know <laughs> I, le- <laughs> I learned that like you know from security just you know being being kind to people so staying open and you know there was like this thing I'm, I'm a Scarborough kid shout out everyone from Scarborough mm-hmm. you know big up the east end and we used to have this thing called Rock the Mic sometimes I really wish they bring that back like shout out I think it was like Luke Green, yeah. Luke Green and uh, yeah. Some other people that put that was like one of the best things that ever happened mm. in the city. Like, and for anyone who doesn't know, that 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 Do was Do your packed. research. Do your research. It was packed, a lot it was of dope. It was, it from that. Like they had like live stream before I even had LimeWire. You know what I mean? Like they were Crazy. killing wow. it. And so, um, so yeah, like you know, there's this kid that used to win every week named uh PG at the time, who then became Layla Day. Mm-hmm. And uh I told KR about her, and he's like, Bring her to the studio, we bring her to the studio. We try to pitch her on like me managing her mm-hmm. recording that she's like uh you guys are, you guys are nobodies <laughs> <You know? laughs> she's like but you know I know this kid and so it was actually um L- Layla day who introduced me to shy wisdom mm-hmm. um and then from sh- from we met shy wisdom and we got the opportunity to work with her and you know obviously like all of our careers had grown from that right um and then Shack finally got to the point where like she was she was booming and we were just like yo Let's do this music thing. Let's do mm-hmm. this. And so KR, myself, and Shy, we quit our jobs. Um, and then I opened up Sandbox Studios to try to maintain. And KR quit his job, and, and and we just built that. And,
1: and I think that what makes a, a great entrepreneur to the yeah. point where you're like, I'm going to quit the thing giving me steady money right. and I'm yeah, yeah. give this a yo. And try. I was making
4: money. And you have to understand, like for a kid who who dropped out of high school, I didn't have a university degree. I didn't have a high school diploma at the time. You know, I was making. 29 plus dollars an hour, you know, doing a job that I was very good at. I was the manager of human development and branding and marketing in an organization and mm-hmm. they were paying me and they respected me and I could work from home when I wanted. I could work when I like it was just such a great mm-hmm. job yeah. um that to be honest with you if I'd stayed there I'd probably be the ED of that organization mm-hmm. right now. Um but yeah, like I just, you know, you
1: got
0: to take that risk sometimes. Yeah, You just
4: got to you's got to decide. But
0: even but even <laughs> just hearing that in that little Tidbit you just kind of gave was the fact that you, not just only yourself quitting, you mm-hmm. actually had a couple other people yeah. that yeah, were really persu- so persuasive.
1: And so that means the vision was so clear. Yeah, right? I'm
4: persuasive. You um, give
1: somebody a decent vision and they say, look, we can really do this
4: and we can really make uh, a name for ourselves team off of this, so of team. the proper team. Yeah. I think the vision. Uh, yeah, like, I think the vision was clear, but I think that, you know, people have to show and prove, and I think one of the things I did before we got to that stage was, you know, as the person who was in charge of the vision, like, I was showing and proving constantly that we could get stuff done, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just to see how much uh, had g- happened and how much, uh, you know, like, Shai's career had grown and we'd all grown together, Right. It uh, it was so valuable to us to, like, just take the risk, you know? Yeah.
0: That's crazy. So, now, let's—I like to do the fast-forward thing. So— you open up Sandbox Studios. Mm. You're pretty much coming off on on a uh, should I should I dare say a dollar and a dream? <laughs> yeah, and, <'cause laughs> no, I to, no, a,
4: a quarter in a dream. Okay, <laughs> <Maybe>. so
0: <laughs> <laughs> a penny in a dream. But did you ever? I could even even pose this question: Did you ever see Sandbox Studio doing what it what it's doing right now? Because for never, instance, never. I kind of preed your social media the other day. And so, for some reason, Tory Lane somehow ended up...
4: Yeah, Tory Lane, you know, had a show, left the show, came to Sandbox, recorded for a bit, and then went uh, to his, his afterpart. And, you know, like, moments like that for me, um, they're so empowering. Right. You know, one of the things, like, I spoke to Cardi B and her, her uh, Patience, who, who is her PR, but also just, like, a, I would say Patience is also, like, her manager mm-hmm. to me, um, You know, they were there over the summer. You know, Cardi recorded there, went to OVO Fest right after. And, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I think it's so important uh, in communities that are marginalized that people who have power, like, excuse my language, but fuck with marginalized communities. It's important for Cardi B to skip all the other studios as a black woman and come to my black Mm -hmm. woman-owned studio and record there when she has... The plethora of options. It's important for Tory Lanez to show because it's not about money. It's not. But we need to like remember that you know we have to reclaim power by by sharing it once we move up as marginalized people. You know what I mean? Mm. Another thing to help build the community. Hundred percent. Hundred percent.
0: Now, ugh, this is deep already. Probably- <laughs> yeah, we jumped off the gate. Holy crow. <laughs> We jumped off the gate. I did not. I tell yeah, you, always- man. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of woman to just kind of just. <laughs> Amp up, the, nah, amp up the volume. You I, know I really saying?
4: believe it. I really, you know, and it's crazy to me because, like, everyone's like, oh, man, Tory Lanez was there. And, you know, what I really care about actually is the, the people who make minimum wage and trust us enough yeah. to spend their money with us. You know, like, I love the celebrities come there, but I, I really, really, really care about my clients, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
4: celebrities are cool, you know. They they, they add to clout For a particular kind of person, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? For me, like, the guy that comes, you know, uh, and can't rap on time, and then a year later, you know, he's still happy, he pays his money, Mm -hmm. he sees himself getting better. Like, a year later, to know that you're still here, spending your money, growing with us, being a part of our, you know, our ecosystem, mm. that means way more to me. And also it goes back, to our,
1: goes back to our talk about resumes just now, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't really matter about the resume if they've mm-hmm. got the hunger, the passion mm-hmm. yeah. to move forward and continue to kind of make their craft theirs. Yeah. And I want to do that with you on their side. Then yeah. It only will bring a better quality sounding music.
0: hundred percent. But even the, the local aspect too, because mm-hmm. Sandbox has been responsible for a lot yeah. of local artists yeah. right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, really believing because I've been to the space and I think I was there when you were still kind of finishing down. it up. <laughs> no, when we're popped down. I think you. No, no, with... there was a couch there. There's at least a couch. Oh, bro, there.
4: a trap house has a couch. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> but no, but no, like the the thing about it is, it's you've not knowing that you've contributed because I've had you on my radio show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we talked 80, about yeah. that and the 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 investment not only from the aspect of recording but mm-hmm. the 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 one on ones that you tend to have with yeah. the artists, like for instance, you have an amazing artist here a sixteen year old protege right yeah, now yeah. in the name of Liv. Liv. yeah no, we're gonna call you by the artist, and people gotta know who you yeah. are, and like even her even talking about you saying like, I'm so inspired hmm. by just even just when I hear she'll take a simple thing. And and kinda turn it into this metaphorical, you know, range of positivity. Yeah. Um, and you and you not even realizing the effect that it has, not only on just people, like even looking at her as a young black girl, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for her like to say, This is this is hope, this is what you're doing for us. Yeah. Not even realizing the influence that you have, like the importance of influence coming from a local level. Like, mm-hmm. is it is is there a problem that we see in Toronto with that?
4: Um, Yes, I said Toronto. So, you know, people. a a lot of people don't know, but I get approached by, you know, big brands in the city all the time to wear their stuff. Um, You know, big brands that have big budgets and are, you know, they want to deck me out in their clothes. And, Mm. you know, today I'm wearing Solito's it's a Spanish word. I can't. I can't remember it. Uh, but yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm wearing Salito Cervez or something. Yeah. Like and uh, it's a dope you know, shirt, th- by the way. it's a dope shirt. It's a real dope uh, shirt. And 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 the, and, and the young man reached out to me and said, you know what? I I really respect everything that you do. Um, you know, you've mentored me so much just over Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, can I send you some clothes? That's who I want to wear. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear a big brand that sees my influence as valuable to them. You don't even want to mm-hmm. wear a big baller brand. N- Big baller, what is? Oh, I'd wear big baller. I'd wear. i wear big baller. I wear. (laughs) Let me tell you, I wear Get Fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean. I wear. I I only wear things that represent and reflect my principles Mm -hmm. and where I I stand in the world. And you know, I could be a bigger influencer in Toronto if I if I said yes to a lot of those things because I think a lot of people look at other people's looks Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh my god, look how much they're doing, and it's like, but you Mm -hmm. don't know how many people say no. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think a lot of people know how many people say no to things that compromise their integrity because they have enough power Mm -hmm. and enough Mm -hmm. influence and enough capital to say no, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in terms of being an influencer, I think it's really important for me to stay true to my integrity, you know? Like, a huge company, huge company approached me the other day and was like, yo, I'll give you the studio money, I'll give you a check every month, we'll deck you in clothes, shoes, what do you want? And I was like, if I was to wear you now... Mm After all the things I've said about this brand and how I don't really believe in the politics... I would not be able to even like myself. Well, you'd lose your credibility as well. With myself. With yourself. I don't even care about anybody Mm -hmm. else. Everyone else would be like, oh, but it was a look and it was business and it was just business. I don't know. If I don't like rooks, then I can't manifest any greatness in the world. And so that is so important to me. So important to me.
0: We're having a serious talk and you want (laughs) to... No, because she's Canadian too. She's a Canadian black woman. 100%. I'm
4: a a Jamaican Canadian black woman. Let them know.
0: (laughs) ever forget that. <laughs> let
3: them
4: know
0: but even on the aspect of that now it's you like even from and I can only speak from a personal experience
2: yeah.
0: uh, Rooks has influenced me in so many ways that she can she can't even like think or even imagine but then it kind of leads now where it's like some days where I want to kind of help the artist but don't really believe in the craft of the artist it's like I have these thoughts festered in my head But she's always the one that kind of, you know, Andrew, like she's Mm -hmm. always the one that really dries it out and speaks, speaks (laughs) like, why is it important for, I guess you can say the artist to really have their own identity and voice in this, this, especially in this day and age?
4: I don't, I don't think I help artists. I think I help people, you know, Mm. I think I help people. I think if I focused on the art, I wouldn't talk to anybody, you know, like Mm. I'm from a time where like to this day, if you come in my car, like you know, I'm listening to Jill Scott. I'm listening to India Aria, I'm listening to people who actually, you know, hit the notes. <laughs> you know, like you don't have to hit oh. notes anymore oh. to to make music. Okay, just do everything I'm, now. For real, like I'm listening to people who can like play twelve instruments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as some of the people that I see that are making music, like, if it wasn't for a computer, oh my god, mm-hmm. none of this would. But you know, and it's not that I knock it. I don't. I don't hate it at all. You know what I mean? But. Um, I think it's better when you focus on helping people because I think people figure it out. And I think when I was younger and I was trying to be an artist manager, I was trying to build artists. I was trying to build careers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like just like being an entrepreneur, like if I'm not in a good place mentally, my business is in a good place mentally, right? right? And mm-hmm. so it's like with artists, like if you don't empower them to like themselves and to reflect and to be themselves, mm-hmm. they're never gonna make great art. Because I always say, if Macy Gray could blow up. I'm not trying to. I'm, trying to, <laughs> Try I'm not trying to. Exactly. But it, yeah, listen, if Maisie Gray could show. blow up? Let me tell you, anybody, you Shoot. just have to sing the song that's right for you in your right voice with that's your right. right content, and I don't feel like you ever get there until you really know yourself. So what I want to encourage people to do, you know, in at Sandbox is like, yo, I want you to get to know yourself so that you're more comfortable. Like there's a young man, uh, his name is Desire.
0: Dope artist. You know, oh my God! And, you know, Drew? Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I know, I Desire, is you know.
4: Desire. Desire is one of my favorite artists. You know, and when I first met him and he had his first session with us, I went and I lo- I loved his voice immediately. Mm. Oh my God! And I went and I looked up all his stuff and I was like, the stuff he was making before, I was like, you know, like, whatever. And we had a long talk and I was like, you know, like <laughs> trust trust yourself. Your voice is incredible. Right. Like believe in yourself. You know, we had such a important conversation and when I listened. To all the music he's made, the project he just put out, you know, and how different it is from the music that he made before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the kind of conversations we've had that have influenced that. It wasn't like, oh, sing this song like this. It was like, yo, Desire, you're fucking amazing.
1: Do you. do you do you bro and i think that's a problem that we're finding in a lot of these newer artists yeah, yeah. Is
0: no no categorize it to to no no y-
1: all right do it this is the problem <laughs> that we're finding off with some of these these new these new rappers these mobile yeah. rappers that
0: from where? where we're from where specifically drew from where <laughs> no we're leaving
1: them alone la low i'm already calm i really i really shouted them out enough let me let me finish from where drew all shit anyway uh, (laughs) you think about the 90s and the lyrics and all of the. no one ever sounded the same Yeah. yeah. and that was a big identity thing you never have someone sounding like somebody else you didn't want to sound like somebody else you wanted to come out with your own original sound and you get these new guys they sound the same I can turn on my radio and hear three different artists
4: but I don't think that that's an era thing you don't find that's
1: an era thing I think think that
4: that's a that's a technology thing and what we have to understand about technology is technology is allowed for every person to have a voice right Mm. labels used to decide before that if somebody sounded too much like nelly that we're not going to sign them because there's already a nelly right and so so what they used to do was give nobody else who sounded like anybody else a chance they're always looking for a fresh thing they're always looking for a new thing and as a consumer we would accept that and listen to nelly's album for 12 months right Mm -hmm. you know music now is fast food it's it's made you know the statistics for how often like a person like so you know Beyonce comes out with an album Beyonce like is a mega star she comes out with an album you know the average consumer is gonna listen to that album one point five times mm. the full album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because some tracks. They're like, gonna the listen most to most the part. tracks. The yeah. first five that jump out at them, they keep them. You know, I have a I have Apple Music plus download. The other ones I don't wanna hear again. I don't give it a chance. Yo, when I was younger, you fell in love with uh, the whole uh, album. Remember, you know Usher's song, Can You Help? Yep. That song was horrible, okay? But <laughs> I listened to it <laughs> and I got through it because it was one album, you know? And so what you have now um is the opportunity for everybody to have a voice. So Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, things can become so homogenized in the sense that Mm -hmm. everybody can sound the same because. The kid that's listening to, you know, a pressa will listen to everyone who sounds like Pressa because in that moment at that time, they like Pressa's sound. So a hundred people could come out sound like Pressa. They will download a hundred. You don't bec- think
1: that's oversaturating?
4: Well, you know, it's a consumer based industry, right? Like yeah, I think I when we talk about that, then is it oversaturating when people have five hundred pairs of the same shoe? Is it oversaturating when people you know, I used to work at New Era. Does is it oversaturating when, you know, the same people would come in all the time and buy four like I'm talking to them like I'm Six hundred baseball caps. Okay, yeah, I have you know like that?
0: five n- of the same.
4: Yeah, like caps. so. I think I think what we're just seeing <coughs> in music what if one gets dirty though. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think what we're seeing in music is that technology is diversifying a market in the way that we've right. never seen it before. I think it has less to do with over because if you want to, and this is where like people have to mm-hmm. understand that music is is you you have choices now, right? Yeah. If you want to. And I think what the problem is here isn't the fact that there are so many rappers rapping the same. I think what the problem here is the fact that the the platforms that exist in Canada only keep picking the same people mm, right and it's it's okay. not a, it's not about the fact that everybody sounds the same everybody's always sounded the same I'm pretty sure when Chuck D was coming out and you know Busta I'm pretty sure somebody is in their house and we're like who do you really want to like that cheese that they never made it you know what I mean like it's just the fact that right now one of the things I am seeing in Toronto is like why do we have to give 50 of the same guys the exact same pl- why are we doing that as like people in media and I'm not in media I wish I had more opportunities Opportunities to share things but like 100% like I'm not gonna pick uh, 10 guys that sound like Presa to be in one documentary Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I'm gonna try to diversify that because even from a media even from a media standpoint (laughs) I've already shot on that documentary too many times because I haven't haven't seen it though Could we
0: we talked about it a couple episodes back because Drew was there to Mm -hmm. go and actually see the premiere yeah and he was saying... it Like, that's another story in itself. No. But. So,
4: so, but this this is where, like, I'm just a business kid, right? Like, Vice chose... Pe- I haven't seen the documentary, so I'm not, I can't really speak mm-hmm. on it. But from what I've heard, like, a lot of the rappers have a very similar story, very similar identity. And from a business perspective, what actually happens when you have people who have... So in Toronto, we have so many people who have access to things, who haven't earned access to things, right? Who aren't actually a part of a culture of researching and understanding. Mm. Like when I, picked, when I picked a place to move sandbox, I didn't pick a place that had a sandbox next door. I picked a place where sandbox could be a standalone thing. That's right. And, right? and so like what happens with a vice now is, as we can see in Canada already, vice is dying. Right, like Vice is yeah, dying because Rod, I
0: think Rod, I think Rogers
2: pulled, pulled. They their pulled. The Rogers just pulled, deal, just pulled their, their funding, funding right? And so,
4: what happened? Why? Why did Roger? Well, you know what? Because you had somebody who who wasn't a part of the culture, who didn't really want to understand that they should have five people with five different voices, five different identities that make one story. Where was the
0: women in it, by the way? But that's another story in so
4: Be- Because of the fact <laughs> that it was just from a business, and this is where I think. Canada and like Toronto Toronto before you even continue no no
0: this is gonna be called the talk your shit segment with Rooks yo but go ahead this is
4: where like we make people don't have to know me because I make so much money and I make so much money because I've diversified my portfolio in the ways that I make money and so when Vice does that you lose money
1: Mm-hmm.
4: and this is where like having a bunch of kids that you give you know it, money makes money I pay my engineers very well very I pay true. my team very well when you get a bunch of kids from the city of Toronto and they don't know nothing they never dealt like and then you give them hey just be a blogger because they don't have to get paid but they get access to stuff right. this is why we keep churning out the same kind of media that nobody's getting paid nobody does this for real it's just like a part of the culture thing, like I gotta look, like I'll do this for free, I'll, and so we make documentaries like that. We keep reiterating the same
0: story, th- the same rhetoric over and over. Because and those over again. those
4: people are really only interviewing those people because they want access to those people. They're not trying to tell a story. Those people are promoting those artists, are putting them on content, not because they they Care about their music, but because they mm-hmm. want access to not those people. knowledge, and yo, so head knowledge. is like
0: blowing up right now. <laughs> but, but, if we, <laughs> be, but if you were a reporter
4: for real, yeah. if yeah. you were a journalist for real,
0: you would search, you would search deep, deep.
1: It's all about the investigating, your research, you're making sure that you're. And I
0: think we've gotten lazy with that, and
1: that's it, we have gotten lazy, you know, and, 100%. And it's I think, the same thing with food we're talking, food, we'll talk, yeah. food. you're mm-hmm. saying this is like McDonald's, you're giving me all of
4: this fast food,
0: like I've already had my cheeseburger for the week, but I don't need more. People to McDonald's tasty. every day, every day. Yep. That's and very true. Three, three times a day,
4: every day, three times a day.
0: And it's still, this, well, well now
1: when you're <laughs> giving me asparagus steak and <laughs> potatoes. But, in, But this you screen. know,
0: and what? that's where, but that's where, like, that's where I would, that's why I love to have a, a, someone like a Rooks on this podcast, because with us on the outside looking in, it's not really where, where she's dealt with kind of the insides of everything. Um, which kind of leads to my next question. Like, I can hear the frustration with Toronto. Do I dare say Toronto? I can say Canada. I'll just say Canada. I can hear the frustration simply because of the fact that there's so much more that we can do within our our infrastructure, especially the music infrastructure. It's it's
4: crazy because, you know, I don't have to live in Canada. I don't have to work in Toronto. Mm
3: -hmm. If
4: I go outside of this little microcosm of, you know, uh, to me, like Toronto is just like a big high school. You know, the industry I work in is like a huge high school <laughs> Liv is right? over here. Like, like, is mm-hmm. like yep. you know what I mean? And so yeah. when I go to L.A. and I open my mouth, a, a person who has a million dollars to put down on an artist or in a company, they go, yo, do you want to move here? Because I see your instant instantly see mm-hmm. my value. I've been offered more jobs in Los Angeles than I've ever. I can't even volunteer. SoCan. Does Sokan know who I am. Mm. Right? Does 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 Universal know does Universal sit down with me mm-hmm. every week knowing that I have 300 people who come through my studio a month? That I, I actually have more access to. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that anytime a celebrity comes into Toronto, mm-hmm. I'm with them. I was with that, Gary that's V. Very true. I was with Gary V on Tuesday, not because I was just, Gary V is the I was with Gary V on Tuesday. I didn't go to see Gary V. On, like these are the these are the kind of relationships that are in In Toronto, and I think it's not just me, there's a lot of other people I know who have pull and clout, but Mm -hmm. we're so outside of the politics because of how ugly they are and how ridiculous they are, Mm -hmm. that we're not building up an infrastructure here because there's a lot of people who could, but you know what? All the people that need to talk to me, like... In a day, I never know what's going on in Toronto. I don't know about hip-hop symposiums and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, I don't <laughs> get invited to Canadian Music Week. There's nobody who, like, you know what I mean?
0: Because 85% that of the time, no, watch, because 85% of the time, because when I'm invited to it, it's Rooks texting me saying, yo, what's the deal? What's going on? How I'm not? How come I'm not there yeah. with you? And I'm just like, uh, this is I nuts. don't know. Yep, but this is but,
4: but it's because at the end of the day... Nobody here has to do research for stuff, right? No mm-hmm. one here has to. And I think that that is a part of the problem. And to be honest, I I, I, I know now I, don't, I won't identify problems I'm not willing to fix. That's why Sandbox's mm-hmm. doors are open. That's why anybody can come through Sandbox's doors at any point in time and have a conversation with me and figure out how we can build something together. I'm not interested in having all the information and keeping it to myself. That's why I share it on my story every so day. So you're like
0: an incubator in a hundred, sense.
4: hundred percent. We should all be incubators. If you even learn how to tie your shoe, you're supposed to teach somebody else whose shoes are untie. Facts. Drop a bomb on that, Andrew.
0: Well,
1: that's one time.
4: One time? No, two. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I, I really believe in that. <laughs> you know, especially in, in our communities. Like, you know, like people always think I'm like super, like, role well, Rooks is super intense. But like, you know, I watched Black Panther and I saw all these black people cheering and like, oh you know no honestly Black Panther I'm gonna tell you something Black Panther for me was such an interesting experience right very so I watch you know the but guy with the right, from but B- with
0: the right crowd though too
4: listen I watch the guy from Get Out get on the screen and girls are like woo mm-hmm. yeah like like he's so sick. that man tries to chop you every week and you don't say hello to him let's have some honest conversation damn <laughs> You think that Chadwick could. Yo, Michael B. Jordan, if he was a regular man, do you think he could talk to most of the girls in no, Toronto? No, they
1: walk by him as ev- they would have walked Toronto's by him. But Toronto's a different ever. dynamic. Not even I've just, been around the world. Yo. I've been around the world, right? And being. He's, from a, a, he's w-
0: originally from London, so. I mean, give him, give him I've that been okay, around the Everybody the world.
1: in London dates everybody in London.
0: <laughs> Doesn't matter who you look like
3: in London.
1: <laughs> I, I've lived here most of my life, though, right? But <laughs> yeah. I've been to the States. I've yeah. been, just talking to a female is mm-hmm. a completely different beast. They wonder why guys in Toronto have so much swag or Panaz or whatever the fuck you calling it right now, mm-hmm. it's because the women are so hard to have a conversation with. I can go down to Atlanta and I've been down to Atlanta and say, mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? Oh great, how you doing? And we can just chop it up. Mm-hmm. If I come out
0: to you, you going down bone you go on bone that same Jarvis oh, and say, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Yeah.
1: What are you talking yeah. to me for? Right? Guys, it's it's a different approach system if we're talking if we're
4: talking Toronto well, to any other. Well, yeah, I, I just but it's yeah. just
0: like but it's the same thing like the the music industry up here too. So so yeah, it makes I see, you that much better. So
4: mm-hmm. so I, I I see all these conversations and I see so many people in Toronto how much they celebrate a Black Panther and you know like you know I I tweeted something <laughs> yesterday that Wakanda that, that people because I was like how can we be so like Wakanda Wakanda for everything and like. Yo, right. there's a, a station. Let's I'm a business kid. Chum owns Move 93.5. Not anymore. Not, Not, anymore. Anymore. Not anymore? Who, who bought it? New Cap. New Cap. Okay. Does Newcap engage with us in our communities at all?
1: What were your thoughts on this in TO? I just situation I did, well, why yesterday? does a
4: Toronto station I I, I just don't uh, does your mom go, yo? Please submit an application for me to bring home dinner tonight. <laughs> the best application so for real. dinner tonight oh, no. is going to oh, have no, a man. meal. I know I have two Stop kids, but out of the two kids, whoever submits the best application is getting this. It like, shouldn't have to be like what, this. Why is it news that a radio station in Toronto are playing... Artist from Toronto, like the I, my mind is blown by that. Hold on,
0: let me hold on, That's hold on. Ridiculous. Before you we continue, correct. let me get live, Liv, Liv, right. Let me get live on the mic for one oh. second. No, no, okay, she's shy. It's podcast. <laughs> Do we're you not agree there right with that? Yeah she but, agrees with it
4: but also like he, he, so I you know so I, I listen to G I listen to Vibe 105 shout out Vibe 105 as well because I had a show on there for two years mm-hmm. they supported me so much my show did so well G98.7 never stopped showing me love always invites me into the building always supports my artists um, and, and they let her in the building Let in oh. the you know like uh, not not to not to sound disrespectful but have, has anybody ever listened to Move Yo, in between, in between Cardi B's like say to. Leo, in between that, I hear some random ass white woman talking about craft singles and things that I don't even under, I don't even understand what you're talking about because it's not a part of the culture. And I to can't me,
1: defend my political connects, but I agree.
4: And to me, and to me, that's crazy because it's not about. To me, mama. it's not about black people. <laughs> it's not about black. But no, one of the things that the I culture. find here in Toronto right. is that nobody invites a black person to the table until it's absolutely necessary. Uh, do you hear the passion? Absolutely, like even no, I'm I, I'll call it like it is. I don't care. Like even the other day, and people cannot like me. But Factor uh, hired a young black woman, and I'm not going to bring up any names. But hired mm-hmm. a young black woman, um, and they put her on a panel. Mm-hmm. She's their administration. What is she? She's the front of the desk.
0: Wow. Why did they put her on the panel? I'm very curious myself. But weren't you sitting... Because I know you, you kind of dabbled with Factors. Well, I'm a, a jury member for yeah. Factor.
4: Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, I get sent... A, I, 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 I'm one of the people that... But, like, my thing is, is, like, why does your, you know, front desk administrator need to be on a panel? Why don't you just hire some... Someone who's knowledgeable that... Like, uh, I'm not... Or, and it's not to knock her, and it's not to knock no, them. Understandable. But it's like, why do you have to, like... Like, why... Why can't we just hire some black people in the music industry in town? And when let's you see, yeah. do try to do things, and one, of, this is one of my frustrations. So it's like, you know, I've had different organizations approach me and they're like, yeah, you know what? I just love what you're doing. Um, why don't you like start, you know, like this thing where all the like, you know, all the black people in music, they come together and you guys talk. And it's like, okay, cool. You like, don't have to. But I'm, I'm about it. I'm like, yo, let's make it happen. And then they bring up the same five names to me that had been here for the past 25 years. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, there are other people mm-hmm. working so hard mm-hmm. in the city to make things happen. Like, why don't you want to get to know them too?
0: Hey, it, I-, I can speak from that experience.
4: Every time, the same five names. And so it's like, I think that because, so I just, I did an interview recently, and they are talking about like, you know, like Toronto being a screw-faced city. Everybody here has had to work so hard mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. one step ahead. You have to understand what that psychologically does to a person about not wanting to help somebody else get one step ahead. Mm-hmm. And the less we see people in spaces that can help people get a step ahead, is the less <laughs> we're all gonna get a step ahead, right? Like, I have to be able to feel like I can access, like, how come I can't access somebody at Universal? Why can't I access mm-hmm. somebody at Warner?
0: At Sony. At, at Sony. Did at people Elon? even know
4: Sony's in Canada? Sony's here. Like, yeah. why can't we access these things? Why that don't I get sweet. invited to movie premieres? Why don't I get like, and it's not just about me. There's so many people that I see working hard for the culture mm-hmm. who are not involved in anything. And then random people who just hang out with the right people, and that yeah. DJs who don't do anything at all are everywhere mm-hmm. because somebody's not doing their homework.
0: Doing no a due diligence, Well, because it's like for instance, I had a little squab a little squabble with somebody from now Toronto, mm-hmm. um, during that whole move not the takeover thing, the takeover, but um, branding. but the whole move situation mm. with them kind of reinforcing hip hop back. And myself and another colleague, um, L Cap One, I'll call him that one, and we kind of bombarded this person about, well, there's other urban stations yeah. that have been kind of. Been doing it since Moves Inception, yeah. but yet nobody knew about it. He ends up tweeting us back saying, "Man, I didn't even know any of you guys existed. I apologize first and foremost because that's I didn't know." Um, it goes
1: right back down to marketing,
4: like, and it's, like, it's right. It, the reason why stuff like that's upsetting is because, like, could you imagine being a radio station that exists and you're bringing artists and having interviews? You know, Spex is one of the most renowned DJs in the world mm-hmm. for his genre. You know what I mean? Like, all the history that's mm-hmm. here at this J. station. Doctor, Like, all these people, like, and you didn't even know. Like, that—that that is fundamentally right. Speaking of, like, International Women's Day and, like, people who are marginalized and on the outside of mm-hmm. conversations, mm-hmm. that's the problem. The fact that you cannot know that I exist that you can live your, like when we always talk about like oppression and like you know challenges the fact is that you could get up every single solitary day do your job and not even have to know I exist. And so the conversation we have to have now is like how do we make sure that people have to know we exist? And a part of that for me is like you know Jackie Robinson in the Negro League or whatever mm-hmm, the kids, uh-huh. like you know I don't know all my details on that very much just from what I've what I've heard like, he didn't have to go play for the MLB. He didn't. He nope. didn't ha- and nope. that's, that, that is- have. And that is... He was, League, he was doing be fine in the Negro League that, by himself. That yep. is where I'm at right now with what I'm doing, you know? One of the things that cheesed me about Black Panther is you didn't have to go to the UN to tell them about what you had. Right. You could have gone
1: to all your communities first. My problem was two kilometers outside Wakanda, them people still look poor as shit.
4: Yeah, well, that, I think that was <laughs> a, the front of it. There but was the front. But the thing, but the thing about it is, like, why, why did you have to share it with the UN? Why did you have to share it with people who are like, well, what do you have to bring to the table? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you just go to your hoods
2: and and build your hoods first and Mm -hmm. let them
4: be like, yo, what is going on with all of these popping, Right? Like, and then that's where I'm at now, where Mm -hmm. I'm at now is like, move. I don't need you to play my artist because G does. I don't need you to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to do anything for me because you're not, it's not, I don't have to, I don't have to engage with you. And I think the more, what, what bothered me, about this whole thing was how much the artists celebrated being on that platform. Mm.
1: Every artist, I think, that did it was posting and tweeting. Why do you care hits. to be there?
4: They're not going to play you tomorrow. That's you can't one, get that's an interview shot. on that show. Nobody's going to, there's no, ac- they, they're they never going to give you access again. And so mm. what I feel like, you know, in hip hop, in, in music right now, what we have to do is like, share resources with each other in Toronto with, with everything that has to do with like, you know, sharing resources with each other so that we build our own stuff. So people have to come to us
1: on the flip side. Let me just play devil's advocate. What if this is to show, Hey, the reception is that good. We want to change it and brand it towards
4: somebody said that to me. And you know, I can always appreciate that, but the bus strike didn't end because white people were like, yo, we feel really uh, bad. We feel bad. They were like, damn, we're losing money. Facts. Let's let's have real conversations here. A lot of times, people don't include you. You know, I'm gay and I'm queer. And like you know, oh, part of the reason that queer people get so much love is because we have the most. Uh, we have the most. But, Con-
0: contrary to believe, they support the most supportive but, group w- of people.
4: But why are we the most supportive group of people, and why do companies love us? Because we have the most income to waste. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's be Facts. honest. Facts. At the end of the day, if we didn't have the most income to waste. If we did not have the most disposable income for a demographic of people, we have the most disposable income as adults. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times queer people don't have kids, and that's, that's where money goes. Right. So of course companies are going to engage you, mm-hmm. whether they like you or not, because yo, that's we're going after the money, and, and that's what people day. have to understand. The dollar
1: is, is the same color or compared because we're in Canada. But hundred percent, it's all about the pride dollar parade at the time. is
4: super supported in Toronto because it brings in millions, millions, millions. right? If Pride only brought in 50 racks, do you think anybody would care? No,
0: no. They can't even do Carabana. But um, let me pose this one question. Now, I really want you to think about it because you've been a vital piece and kind of like, I guess, really changing the landscape with what you say too. Mm-hmm. But I think you kind of touched on it a little bit. I kind of want you to elaborate on it a little bit more. If you were to be given the the power mm-hmm. to change this canadian music landscape yeah. to make it really work and as much as i hate to say the urban community but mm. for the you know what black music yeah, or just yeah. you know i didn't even say that for music in generally yeah in general what would you do it doesn't have to be super elaborate but what would you do
4: one i would go to every single solitary person which is what i'm going to be doing this year regardless so if you're listening to this please call me i'm going to go to every single person who's actually trying to do something mm-hmm. get us all together in a room Start a workshop series for us all to have the same information. I think that's like the biggest thing right now is that, you know, with grants, with different opportunities, with touring, with, you know, like the information is not accessible. And so most people don't Mm -hmm. know. So that's number one. And I don't, I don't mean like if you're trying to do something like your artist made it onto Vice. I mean, like if you're trying, I don't care where you're at. Here you are, Mm -hmm. you're, you're doing this. Okay, let's do that. That's number one. Number two is, you know, i would put together Urban Music Council immediately. -hmm. You know, so that people have to be accountable to our communities. You know, one of the one of my things with Move is not that I'm angry about it. What I'm angry about is the fact that there could never be an Indian music station where only Black and Chinese people are hosts. Right. Uh Ever, people would be outraged by it. And one of the things that I think happens in our community a lot is that there's no one to police how we're engaged with. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I put together Urban Music Council. Um, like the third thing I do is like make sure that you know, we support, and like, even with G, like, you know, I love G, and like, but it, it, one of the,
0: and she's talking about G98, 7, one, G98
4: but one of the, the issues though, is like, when I argue that, you know, what the move did is that the, the artist that the move played, G doesn't play.
3: Mm-hmm. Right?
4: And so it's like, but also understanding from a business perspective, G's target demographic is 25 plus.
3: Right. Right? Mm-hmm.
4: And that's not those, so figuring out how do we make sure that we have the right platforms, you know, the media spaces to, provide the things that we need for our own like communities our mm-hmm. own artists i think that what what we have to stop doing you know in the music community and the community in general is looking outside of it and being like yo we don't have a real commercial radio station that will play this right. 16 it's, to 25 right. plus Do we
1: really need a commercial radio station anymore
4: that that was my other thing, it was like, yo, Spotify and OVO radio and all these they do numbers that, that the move will never move uh-huh. to, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, so it's like no so so yeah, so it's just like <laughs> I just I just feel like we just have to you know, you just have to for me, like I would do a lot about like uniting and like information and I think information unites. Knowledge period. is key. Knowledge, Knowledge is, is key. Like it's not about having a bunch of people, you know, like whatever. I've I've over the last five years helped like build six studios. Like, that don't make me any money. That don't make me any money because I know how to build a studio. And trusting and believing that my studio will be fine regardless. And so I think once we start having those conversations of you can be a manager and you can be a manager and you can be a manager and we can all make money, we can all get Grammys, mm-hmm. we can all get nods. Like I just feel like the more conversation we have about that, um, where we're all feeling okay, and it's not this survival thing of only one of us can make it, only one studio can exist, only one station. We could like when I'm in New York, there's like twenty urban stations. Yeah, that's right. Like There can be so many, and so I think that it's really important for us to just start having that conversation of sharing resources and opening it up and opening up the floor. And so that's really what I would spend my time doing, having conversations, making people feel safe.
0: Enough said. This is coming from the voice of a woman.
4: Powerful.
0: <laughs> Powerful Rooks. It was What an incredible conversation. Crazy Rooks. Thank, Thank you, you for, so, much for, so much for coming through.
4: Hundred percent. Come through anytime. You drop your socials real quick. Uh it's at rooks uh and at rooksy on, on Twitter. But the, I don't really care if anybody follows me, but You know whether you agree with me or you disagree with me, it is super important that you always tell your truth.
1: This lady's a well of knowledge.
4: Just like I don't like that's all. I just want everybody who hears this to know that telling your truth might upset you, might upset somebody else, it might ups, it might make somebody happy. But if you don't tell your truth, even if somebody, even if I get a call from Move today, that's like I really am upset that you or people don't agree with what I say. At least I get to learn from saying what I say, and I'm gonna make mistakes and I'm gonna fail my way through it. And you know I might. Things might happen, but just speak your truth. That's it. You have to do it. That's it. Yo, how go. come you guys don't give out no maple syrup?
1: That's in the works. We're working <laughs> that we out. We got to talk to you. I got to talk to you about <laughs> some stuff. That's in the works. Yeah, I We're working need some that of that. Out.
0: We're working that they out. They send don't you
1: be pancakes, 100%. We will. I've said but it three times in this podcast right now, but let me tell you this. No, the last
0: episode you did, you, you have pancakes. Some gluten-free pancakes. I only make gluten-free pancakes. Come on. <laughs>
1: what? Ah. Man, man, oh man, the gems
0: this girl drops. Shouts out to Rooks. It's imperative, and I and I hope um, even like I've had people in our in our group chat on I C N really hit us up about like the plight the the plight of Canadian music. They're thinking they thinking we're on top right now, and little do they know is the community the aspect. The you do not represent filling. the many, it, you know and it's unfortunate that this is happening, but it's also fortunate that this is that this is happening. And Rooks is one of those voices that really speaks up and says, you know what, let's do this and we can make this thing happen. You know, so big Such and a bright mind. Very much so. So again, thanks to Rooks for coming through. Make sure to follow her, R-O-O-K-Z-I-E. And that's on all social media sites that you can follow her. Make sure to subscribe to us, please.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, I'll give you the <laughs> face. That was awful. I'm gonna keep that yes in there though. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. On Google Play. Yes. On
0: SoundCloud. On. And, and also check us out at icn.dj slash listen. And I don't even have to give you a, just. Everything is in the description below. Please five star rating too. Like let's yes you it's guys been like it you don't lately. like it just
1: it has been picking it's up. it's been
0: picking up lately. So but thank you. But we want guys. your comments too. Let us yes. hear what you guys are thinking. What you
1: like. What you don't like. What you want us to stop doing. If there is too many or not enough bombs.
0: These are the things that we need answered. No no we'll never stop the bomb quota. I mean that sounds so wrong. The bomb <laughs> quota is awful. <laughs> anyway well in in the heart and in the speak and in the mind of International Women's Day uh we actually got an exclusive today
1: i'm very excited because they actually just
0: released this track today and we actually had one of the members of the sorority stop by miss keisha fresh
1: go back and listen to ladies night yes believe that's episode um 15
0: 15 yes yeah let's just check it but here is a new one uh from the sorority and it's right here on the maple syrup podcast have a good night have a good day everybody cheer be safe
3: Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Standing in the line for a concert. All the men trying to get this girl out of the converse. If you hold my money, you could probably get a free verse. Before I hit the pen, I'ma show you what I mean first. Fuck with my crew, they go Zena, Athena, Selena, and Frida. That feeling was Zizza, Gina, Go Gina. My kick's been so clean since I linked up with Keisha. This beat got the key. Shit, hold it down for the independence. Ignorant, mighty, got us repping. Phoenix been the plugs for the blessing And ever since the cycle we ain't slowed down for a second nah. Can't even stand at the way we have been blowing Well everyone's sucking like car games in college <laughs> Remember the name cause it's got to be fresh And yeah rap shit don't work, we gon' fall back on oh okay. my Now my ladies fly S-R-T-Y I got some bad ones in my ride S-R-T-Y, S-R-T-Y. You know my sister's getting like S-R-T-Y. S-R-T-Y
2: Maybe some secrets tween our. I wonder if you ever feel attractive yeah, I just met you when I feel distracted yeah. I regret I didn't walk in with a shield yeah. of acid <laughs> Vibes is there, you should be in the casket yeah, I could crush you like the realest captain yeah, Ain't no runner-up, I build attraction yeah. Cross the country like the field of traffic Whoa. I'm feeling mega echelon, but man, I'm just a Lego block Can she left the kettle on by accident? I'm extra hot I be rolling extra cones, flowing through my megaphone Small, but probably shouldn't wake the giant There's some things that's better left alone When I'm going, shit, I went alone, I'll figure it out yeah. Too many snakes up in the grass now, they slithering yeah. out. I gave my tapes on my fans if there was lingering doubt right. About the way I spot that average and I filter it out Whoa. Fuck why remove a filter a- Annoying, loser filter I will, I'll choose to end you I make my maneuvers bigger I just got back from Vancouver, nigga Shit, I'm smooth as Go from the west to the real west I don't feel stressed I'ma organize my capital with skill sets You can't glorify no animal, I kill this. Ah, My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard
3: Makes your dude hard, catch your girl off guard Body pies, posse from top, model to bottom Lips, hips, and tits, ladies, flown them if you got them Wear what I want, commander and commando Yeah, talk is cheaper, money never made the man though. It means what it means if I ever tell a man no We be the queens and I ain't talking about a man's show And I ain't talking about the little city I'm talking about crowns on heads and sitting pretty I'm talking power, money, education Wealth through health and literally the birth of a nation uh-huh. So tell me why you can't respect that uh-huh. You tell us eat because we skinny and stop eating when we too fat uh-huh. We're never good enough, put enough, light enough Always trying to dim us cause some dimmer just ain't okay. bright enough all my ladies fly S-R-T-Y I got some bad ones in my ride S-R-T-Y, S-R-T-Y. You know my sister's getting light S-R-T-Y some secrets tween our thighs. Mm. S R T Y. It's a nice little crowd outside. I got a nice little ride
4: outside in the synonyms, splitting the dividends Look up, I'm yeah. my high fly yeah. And the kick game stupid, Nike owe me a check yeah. Risk game stupid, on time when I roll ax Pay me right now, I'ma need that respect yeah. Pay me right now, I'ma come for your neck. Yeah. But yo, the whole time, I was rapping on some money, Ash yeah. Now I'm talking real, can't even touch me on no money tip yeah. Pass me the gas, I'ma blow the spot, now. Nah. Nah. Bottom to the top, I'ma burn this place, damn 20K in the briefcase, nah. that's a keepsake yeah. You ain't seen keys or the clicking like three days, okay nah. Come inside, shut the door, there's a draft
3: Pull up a seat, I promise okay, it's gon' be fine my ladies fly SRTY I got some bad ones in my ride SRTY, S-R-T-Y. You know my sister's in light S-R-T-Y. SRTY Maybe some secrets tween our thighs. SRTY
0: It's our Chung. And it's Drewski. And if you want to sponsor our show. Please,
1: you. please, you should probably sponsor. Yes, please. We
0: do need it.
1: I want some, the monies.
0: But no, on a serious note, <laughs> <laughs> we want you to sponsor our show. This show could be your show too. So hit us up at info at media40, 40, F-O-R-T-Y-T-W-O dot com. So that's info at media42.com. And let us know. We'll send our rates. And maybe the show could be sponsored by you.
1: Mm-hmm. Link in our description. By description, I mean in the details of the podcast.
0: That's right. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast, baby. Cheo.